Hello, hello, my friends. So we are going to take a little bit of time today to celebrate motherhood. Yay, this Sunday is Mother's Day. And I just thought it would be so appropriate to take a minute to um, talk about this, to celebrate you as a mom. And here's the thing, friend, maybe you don't have children, but I'm going to talk about five joys of motherhood. And you know what? Actually, some of these can be um, joys that in ways that you can be a blessing to whatever family you have at the moment. Maybe you're unmarried and you don't have children, but you have, you know, brothers and sisters and daughters and sons in Christ, and you can be a blessing to your church family. So there's certainly many ways that you can look at this while my heart is speaking specifically initially to physical mamas. We are moms in so many different ways, right? Titus tells us to basically surround ourselves to where we are learning from older, wiser women. And we are also that older, wiser woman, woman teaching youngers. So, you know, wherever you find yourself, I hope that this blesses you and is an encouragement to you. You know, my heart and desire and passion is so deep for mamas. So let's take a minute and um, celebrate you as a mama. Hey, Kingdom Builder, welcome to the Growth Against the Grain podcast. Are you struggling to find balance between what Jesus wants for you and your big business goals? Do you find yourself up late at night, overwhelmed by the goals and growth you long for while also lacking the confidence to get there? Do you wake up with big, ambitious dreams only to feel frustrated that you're not promoting and afraid you'll fail when another team member quits and you miss that promotion again? Hey. I'm Michelle. I too was tired of being in the same place year after year. I too felt frustrated and wished to build the business of my dreams. I wanted to honor the Lord, level up, and see my team succeeding. But I kept telling myself, the products are too expensive, or no one wants to join me, or maybe I'm just not cut out for this. Does that sound familiar? Until I realized that all the growth and success was nothing if God wasn't my first priority. In this podcast, you'll find network marketing business tips, biblical mindset encouragement, and a little mama motivation sprinkled in from time to time, all so that you'll see the growth and success through God's eyes first. Let's partner together, grow against the grain of this world, and find that balance you've been craving. Friend, go grab your Bible, notebook, and that coffee that's been beeping at you from the microwave. Let's get ready to grow against the grain. The world is pretty clear on how they feel about moms. Like it's great. It works really nicely for your Instagram feed to have a really cute little baby. I'm all for it. Definitely. But sometimes it seems to me that the world wants to demean and minimize the role of moms. In fact, right now we have this entire movement within our country that, you know what, a man can do whatever a woman can do. And the reality is, and while I'm not going to get into all the nitty gritty of that, the fact of the matter is that God has created men and women uniquely different. And I am so grateful for the differences in my husband and the differences in me that we complement each other. 
trust me, it would not be good if I married somebody just like myself because no, we don't need that. And vice versa, if if I were just like my husband. So it is beautiful. And I want to celebrate those differences specifically that we as women have been created by our creator to be able to do. And one of those things that is absolutely wholeheartedly, completely unique to women is the ability to give birth, to birth children. Now, whether you have been able to physically give birth to your children or you have birthed them through the birthing pangs of adoption, you understand that. Like we know scientifically, physiologically, that there are things that women can do that men cannot. Hallelujah and amen. Again, I am not here to, we're not going to have that conversation necessarily, but we absolutely are going to celebrate you as a mom. Now, I understand that for some of you, Mother's Day is not a joyous time. Maybe you did not have a wonderful mom. Maybe your kids have gone awry and they are not walking with the Lord and they are choosing rebellion or whatever. Maybe this isn't a beautiful time for you. And for you, my friend, I am so sorry, but I know that our God, nothing escapes him at all. And and maybe this is just an episode that you need to stop and and not listen to because it just brings too much pain right now. So I wholeheartedly understand that. Maybe you're not a mom, maybe because you're not married yet, so you don't have any children. Okay, some of these things that we're going to talk about, they actually could apply to you, though as a woman, as a believer, as um, you know, someone who's just serving and um, you know, just to bring joy and a blessing to those around you. Maybe you have struggled to conceive. I understand that, friend, and it is hard. I remember the first Mother's Day where um I I was supposed to have a baby in my arms and that didn't happen. That was really hard. So I understand that, friend. Um, so wherever you're at, if this is just something where you're like, nope, I can't listen, it's okay. You can press pause, stop, whatever, come back to it at a later time or not at all. But for for those of you who you're like, yep, let's go forward. I really want to bless you with five ways that you can be a blessing to your family as a mom and really as a woman, no matter what stage of life you're in. I did a quick little a little search on what the Bible says about being a mom and a woman and the beauty of that. And I want to share some of those with you. But one thing that I hear frequently, and I have been guilty of it as well, is maybe you're in conversation with some friends and you don't know them well enough, like you're you're getting to know one another. And what is one of the first questions that people ask is, oh, well, what do you do? And I have heard it and I have said it. Oh, I'm you know, these three words, just a mom. I'm just a mom. I'm just a mom. Friend, that, well, it, it kind of boils my blood and no kind of about it, but are you kidding me? Just a mom? Friend, as a mama, there is no greater role that you can have but to raise and train and devote yourself to those little ones whom God has entrusted into your care. Is it easy? Uh, No. Is it fun? Yeah, a lot of the times. Is it hard as heck? 
Absolutely. And I think that's a reason why a lot of people, um, a lot of mamas will will choose to, you know, full-time work for many reasons. I'm not saying if you have a full-time job, it's to escape the kids. But I have talked to many women who have said, oh my gosh, working full-time is easier than being a mom. And I can completely get where you're coming from because being a mom is hard. But, but God, he is going to equip you to do that job, right? I love um, so many verses. I'm going to rattle through these really quickly. And so you can go back and write them down or, you know, listen to this again. But John 16, 21 says, a woman giving birth to a child has pain because her time has come. But when her baby is born, she forgets the anguish because of her joy that a child is born into the world. Mamas, do we know this? Whether, again, you've gone through the literal pangs of childbirth, or maybe it's the pangs of adoption and waiting and whatnot. Once that baby arrives, like all of a sudden that pain disappears. It dissipates. We're like, yeah, that was hard, but you know, they're here now. She's here now. It's so fun. Um, and then there's so much instruction. I mean, Proverbs over and over and over again, um, talking about instruction and, and wisdom and how to be a, a mama to our kiddos. But I want to skip through in full honesty. I am waiting for workers to come to my house to get stuff started. So I'm, I want to get through this in the same thought. So there's some, um, uh, cohesiveness to it. So I'll, I'll share some of these verses as time allows, but I do so remember this verse first Samuel 1 27 through 28. I prayed for this child and the Lord has granted me what I asked of him. So now I give him to the Lord for his whole life. He will be given over to the Lord and he worshiped the Lord there talking about Samuel. I mean, what a beautiful, beautiful verse. And I, if if you were like I had been and and had troubles conceiving and um, you know keeping babies in my womb, like you're just you just prayed for this baby. And I want you to remember that as you get frustrated. And the Lord's like, but daughter, you prayed for this baby, and I answered your prayer. Are you not like? Do you not see it as the blessing that it is? But. I want to encourage you, mamas, five ways that you can be a blessing to your family as a mom. One, you need to be spending regular time with Jesus. First and foremost, always, everything starts with our relationship with Christ. If our eyes are not firmly affixed on Jesus and they are getting distracted to the right or to the left or with all of the things that we have going on, we have to hem our day in with Jesus. Jesus. Whatever that looks like for you, maybe it's waking up super early in the morning, maybe it's in that, you know, the kids are eating breakfast and you have 5 minutes to read something or, you know, pray, spend time in prayer in the shower, pray, driving to school, pray, but you have to be spending regular time with Jesus. Notice I did not say it needs to be 3 hours a day. It does not need to be at this certain time every single day. It just needs to be regular time because just like any relationship, it takes consistency. It takes pouring into that relationship. You can't expect that Jesus is just going to be showing up every day for you when you're also not pouring into him. It is the relationship to get the most out of that. Number 2. Friend, can I ask you something? Are you intimate with your husband? Are you having 
Are you cultivating that relationship with your husband? To be perfectly honest, the best thing that you can do for your children is to have a loving and solid and God-honoring relationship physically, sexually, intimately, um, relationally, in every way with your husband. Now, a little caveat, if you are in a marriage that is hurtful, is, is, it, it is, it is a troublesome marriage, friend, you need to talk to somebody. When I say, are you intimate with your husband? It is not across the board. I understand that there are relationships that are struggling, that are requiring counseling of some sort. Maybe you're not married. So please take that into understanding. I I recognize that not every marriage is um, in a healthy situation. Find the help that you need to get to that place. But for those of you who have a healthy marriage, your husband loves you. Are you pouring into that relationship? The best, one of the best things that you can do for your children is one, exemplify a God-honoring relationship with Jesus Christ and two, exemplify a marriage that is healthy and that is loving and that is communicating. And so much of that happens within the intimacy, within the marriage bed. I recognize that some of you might have kids in the car, so I'm trying to be a little elusive there. You get what I'm saying, right? Number three, choose to enjoy the moments you're in. Yes, I know when you've got diapers up your eyeballs and you've got toddlers and you've got all these things, it might be hard, but it is a choice. It is a choice. God chose you to be their mama. Maybe you're dealing with errant teenagers that are talking back and rude and disrespectful. Friend, that is heartbreaking and I am not minimizing that at all, but Where is something that you can choose to enjoy in that moment? What is something? Find something, which leads me to number four, have an attitude of gratitude. I was listening to a woman the other day. Um, I've I've been consuming her podcast and I'm going to share that with you at another time. But she was like, sometimes I just go into each room of my house and I just thank the Lord for something in that room and then go to the next room and the next room and the next room. We know how powerful gratitude is and how powerful our mind is. So maybe that's something you need to do. Go into your daughter or son's room who is just having a hard time and go in and find something. Maybe it's minute, like maybe they put, pick their socks up off the floor and you need to say, thank you, Lord, that my daughter or my son who's struggling in a lot of ways, but thank you that they pick their socks up on the floor from the floor. You know, I don't know, maybe you need to grasp at some straws, um, but find an attitude of gratitude. It doesn't, uh, you know, this is totally overstated so many times, right? And overused, but that doesn't mean it. there isn't truth to it, right? We need to swap that frustration and overwhelm with gratitude. And I'm not talking, you know, like everything is great. Oh my goodness. I'm not talking about false thankfulness. I'm talking about true deep gratitude and understanding the ways even in the deepest, hardest, most difficult times you can praise God for something. Okay, number five, take a minute to breathe. I know for some of you that are like underwater with diapers and toddlers and and all the things and running to and from and everything, you're like, take time to breathe. Hello, N- not even happening. 
find time. Five minutes. Maybe when the kids go down for a nap. Maybe find their favorite show and give them some time to watch that. And you go into the bathroom. You go into your room. Shut the door for five minutes. And just breathe for a second. Set a timer. Close your eyes for a minute. Just take a little bit of time. We live in this, you know, um, uh, self self, self, self culture, right? And self-help and self, you know, making sure there's that one word and it's totally evading me right now, but, you know, just really taking care of ourselves. And as with everything, like we can take that to one degree or the other. And I'm asking you to find some sort of middle ground where it, it really is important that you need to take a minute to kind of like gather your thoughts, breathe for a second. And I get it. Some of you are in a time of life where everybody around you needs you, physically needs you. You're nursing babies. They need you. And I, so that's why I'm saying five minutes, give yourself five minutes, talk to your husband, say, Hey babe, you know what? I I'm grateful for these little ones, but I, when you come home, do you think you could give me, you know, five, 10 minutes? Just, just, I just need a couple minutes. And see if he'll he'll acquiesce on that, you know, just give you those couple minutes and and maybe even let him know ahead of time, like, hey, babe, I know you've had a long day, um, but when you get home, can we just tag out for just a second? Like, give me a minute to go gather my thoughts and and take that time, set that timer, watch five minutes of a show if you need to, like kind of gather yourself back together and then off you go. And bonus. I don't care what stage of life you're in. Do not under underestimate the power of a nap. This last weekend, I had the privilege of going with my youngest daughter to a choir festival. And then we went to Disneyland on Saturday. I've not been to a, to Disneyland in Saturday, on a Saturday in I don't even know how long, probably 30 years. And I was exhausted. So we came home from church yesterday and I was like, okay, like literally my husband was like, oh, can you cut up this watermelon? I said, I will cut it in half for you guys. And then you guys need to do the rest because I I can't even like put a sentence together. I need to go lay down. Oh, and there's something so restorative about that. Again, I understand that some of you are just in a stage of life that is go, 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 go. But find out maybe the things that you can remove from your plate. Like what is it that you absolutely have to do And what are the things that you've added that actually are just creating more stress and problems in your life? Friend, I just want to encourage you. And I loved this verse, Galatians 6, 9. Let us not become weary in doing good for at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Some of you, that's going to hit you all in different ways, different ways, but read over that, study that. Let us not become weary weary in doing good and being a mama and taking care of those, those little ones around us in making dinner and packing the lunches in changing the diapers and doing the laundry. Let us not become weary. Yes. Yes. They are hard things. I also know for myself that there are so many times and ways in which I am creating more problems for myself. Like I haven't properly planned for the week of what we're going to have for dinner. So then at five o'clock when I'm like, oh my gosh, they want to eat again. Like I've created the problem for myself because I haven't planned properly. So what are the ways that I can do better about that? Um, But 
I just want to encourage you, friend. I want to encourage you uh, in so many things. But Isaiah 66, 13 says, As one whom his mother comforts, so I will comfort you. You shall be comforted in Jerusalem. Our Lord cares for us. He cares for us. Absolutely, he wants to comfort you. So friend, here's five ways you can be a blessing to your family in whatever stage of life you're in right now. Spend regular time with Jesus. If you are married, pour into that relationship with your husband. Really, really see what you can do um, to have a fruitful and abundant relationship with your husband. Three, choose time, choose to enjoy the moment you're in, no matter what that looks like. Number four, have an attitude of gratitude. Number five, take a minute to breathe and maybe even eke out a little bit of a nap. And I want to remind you, mamas, children are a heritage from the Lord, the fruit of the womb of reward. Psalm 127.3. Happy Mother's Day. I pray that you are blessed and just encouraged by your children, how beautiful it would be for them to rise up and call you blessed. Like how amazing. But squeeze those little ones because God entrusted them into your care. Specifically, he chose you to be the mama to those babies. Dear Gracious Father, I just thank you so much for the privilege of motherhood. I thank you um, for each woman who is listening. I thank you that she is the mama to those babies. Encourage her today. Amen. Hey, before you go, if you learned something new or found value in today's episode, would you pop over to iTunes to Growth Against the Grain and leave a review and subscribe to the show? That would be awesome. And if you'd like to connect with my community of other mamas just like you, learning to align their audacious goals with what God has for them, then join us at bit.ly slash Christian Mindset Support or click on the link below. There's always room for one more. Can't wait to see you over there.